It's time for the Tom Sumner Program. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show with music, comedy and special guest interviews every Monday through Friday. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Our theme music is Fruit of the Louvre, provided by Flint composer-producer Howard Eddy. Stay tuned, because it's on now. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. The Tom Sumner Program. Here's your host. Have you lost your job and your health care coverage due to COVID-19? You're not alone, and Genesee Health Plan can help. I called, and they provided health care enrollment over the phone with Medicaid, HealthCare.gov, and Genesee Health Plan. They made sure I had access to doctor visits, my prescriptions, and more. Getting health care coverage can be confusing. You don't have to do it alone. Get help with GHP. Call 844-232-7740 or go to GeneseeHealthPlan.org. We're in this together, and together we'll get through it. From Amari, Christian, Skyler, Caitlin, Dolade, Jordan, Antonio, Eddie, and the Tom Sumner Program. program.
Christmas music is better than everybody else's because it's local. That was Flint's own Stephanie with uh, Vince Garaldi's Christmas Time is Here. Good morning, everybody. I'm Tom Sumner. We've got a great show in store. We're going to talk about, um, gosh, we've got some. Oh, we're going to be talking with uh, Joseph Rosendo coming up uh, in the second hour of our three-hour tour. He is the host of uh, PBS's award-winning Travel Scope. But first, we're going to talk about um, a uh, a new book about Christmas called Wrapped Up in Christmas Joy with, um, who do we have? Author Janice Lynn. That's coming up straight ahead. Stay tuned. And welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner program. The um, let's see, I, there was a phrase that I I wanted to borrow from a release I just got. Oh, here it is: the charming little town of Pine Hill, Kentucky, sets the perfect stage for rat, wrapped up in Christmas joy, the latest sweet romance from Hallmark publishing author Janice Lynn. I couldn't have said it better myself. Janice Lynn joins me by phone. Hi, Janice. Welcome to the show. Hi, Tom. Thank you for having me here today. Thank you. The uh, the book, your new book, uh, Wrapped Up in Christmas Joy, is a sequel to Wrapped Up in Christmas. Did you know when you were writing Wrapped Up in Christmas that there was going to be a sequel, or did you get to the end and go, but wait, there's more? Um, no, I did not know that there was going to be a, a sequel to begin with. So um, it, uh, I got, got very blessed. The first book did really well, and Hallmark wanted another book. And so I got really lucky and got to write another book set in this town. And there's going to be a third one, actually, so it's pretty awesome. Oh, so it's going to be the Wrapped Up in Christmas trilogy. <laughs> it is, yeah. The next one's nice. out next Christmas. I think nice. I get it finished. I'm still working on it. <laughs> so. How long does it take to... Uh, from inception to uh, completion, you know, to to actually have a book released. So, um, for for the for this particular um, book, um, it they bought it in December of 2019 for wrapped up in Christmas joy. So it was bought last December, and I turned it in, I believe, April the first, and which is a little bit later. It would have. Really, I should have gotten it in a little bit sooner than then, but um, but April the first was was when it turned in, and then they do all their magic, and I do a round or two of revisions and line edits, and uh, while they're getting covers and all that wonderful stuff together, and then it goes out. Um, I had a copy in my hands uh, prior to it releasing, probably mid September. Wow, the um... yeah, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's 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 a big undertaking, a big project. What is the difference between the Hallmark uh, television operation and the Hallmark publishing? So they are all owned by Crown Media, um, so it's all kind of under the big, huge umbrella. 
and um, Hallmark Publishing grew out of Hallmark. Uh, one of the, the lady who was actually over Hallmark Publishing worked for Hallmark and kept saying, hey, we're behind all these great stories from other places. Why are we not producing our own? And she kept pitching the idea, and it got picked up. And uh, so Hallmark Publishing has been in business for three years now. Um, it's still pretty small. There's around 15-ish books a year. And um, but but they are growing and they're doing great. Now, are they? Will the Hallmark Television operation start looking at uh, at Hallmark authors for future yes. productions? That, that is- Yes, sir. That is the idea behind it. There have been, of the books, there have been, um, of the original books, some of the books actually were the movies that they then had made into books that were released. Um, And then there's original stories like mine and, and several others. And hopefully down the road will be made into movies. A Timeless Christmas, which was one of the um, Countdown to Christmas movies this year uh, by Miss Alexa Stanton, was um, an original Hallmark publishing story that um, has been made into a movie. Um, Nancy Nagel had one called The Secret Ingredient that um, has been made into a movie. So they are starting to make make the books into to movies. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed to maybe next year's uh, Countdown to Christmas. Well, yeah, I noticed um, as as I've been watching some of the programming for Hallmark that they are coming out with a lot of new Christmas stories in that in that whole countdown to Christmas. And you know, as soon as I saw information about your new book, I started wondering. I wonder how long it will be before I'm sitting on Christmas Eve watching uh, Wrapped Up in Christmas or Wrapped Up in Christmas Joy. I. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that, that the first book will be out in movie form next uh, next Christmas. It's a possibility. There's nothing definite, but it, it is uh, that that is a possibility. But but there is some talk, huh? There there is a little talk on that. That's that's uh, great. It, uh, Good for yeah. You. So we're we're keeping our fingers crossed. <laughs> now tell me about Pine Hill. It's it's in Kentucky, yet you're in Tennessee. Um, how did you? decide on Pine Hill, Kentucky? So Pine Hill, Kentucky is made up, and it is the culmination of lots of little towns in my life. Um, I've been very blessed to um, work or to live in, in some small towns that have some wonderful people along, uh, not not um, not the characters that are in the book, but, but people who have that same spirit. Um, of what's in the book and um, and just uh, feel very, very blessed because it is truly pulling little pieces that I love of different towns and getting to put them all together in this awesome place that I call Pine Hill. And I chose Pine Hill because it was kind of Christmassy without being too Christmassy. So it kind of yeah. fits the whole Hallmark hallmark thing so and i wanted to be able to do snow of course we get snow in tennessee but i wanted a little bit more snow so i'm going to push myself a little bit more north and go kentucky so i'm so southern that i i feel like i need to have a southern setting for it to come across correctly (laughs) the way that i phrase things so i couldn't go too far north well they say write what you know um that's that's right Janice, um, what's what's new about Wrapped Up in Christmas Joy from Wrapped Up in Christmas? Are, are, are the characters the same or the setting the same? Um, what's new about the sequel? So the sequel, there is a completely new hero and heroine. Um, yeah. So the two main characters are completely different, but there's a lot of the same secondary characters that do pull through the story that um, that that 
come across are just uh, characters that I just love. The two main characters from the first book are um, in the second book as well, just not as featured as much. Um, if someone hasn't read the first book, they're fine with reading the second one. I tried to make sure that I, I wrote it in a way that you did not have to to follow all of the books, you know, if you needed to. You know, if you want to, yay, I hope I hope they do. But, um, but, but if you just picked one up, I didn't want you to go, oh, my goodness, I missed the first book and I'm totally lost. I wanted it to be to where, to where someone could. Um, my books feature Quilts of Valor, um, the, um, so the kind of uh, both stories um, are about a quilt in a way as much as the characters. The, um, I am a uh, Blue Star mom, um, meaning that I have a, a child who is in the military, and I was getting ready to make him a patriotic quilt and learned about this organization called Quilts of Valor right as I had sold a story that had a quilt in it to Hallmark, and so ended up... Um, being able to incorporate and for a sort something out with Quilts of Valor to where I could actually use their name instead of using a patriotic uh, quilt. Um, and so it's been wonderful because I get to bring awareness to them. And then we got the second story, so we're all excited about it, too, because it, it, it's they're such an amazing organization. They Their whole goal is to wrap up our military past and present with a quilt um, of healing and to welcome them home. And so if you kind of think about a quilt, if you're sick, you kind of wrap up in a quilt and you find comfort in doing that. And it, that's the whole idea behind it. And um, they have uh, presented, awarded more than 250,000 quilts to military personnel. Oh, that's so wonderful. Pretty cool. So. More with sweet romance author Janice Lynn straight ahead. Hello out there, everybody. It's me, Tigger. T-I-double-G-R. That spells Tigger. And don't forget to remember to listen to Tom Sumner program on account of because he's so bouncy. <laughs> I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bell swing and jingle bell ring. Snowing and blowing up bushes of fun. Jingle and jingle and beat. 
jingling, jingle bell rock. Jing, jing, jingle bell rock. Hey, this is Tom. Most of the music you hear on the Tom Sumner program is provided by local artists. Tune in Fridays for live music and conversation with some of the area's most talented singers, songwriters, and performers. Hi, this is Greg Nagy. Hey, this is Hoppa. Hi, this is Joe By from the Blue Lions. Hi, this is Alexander Zonjic. Hi, this is Mark Farner. This is Maurice Davis. Hi, this is Rochelle Ray. Hi there, folks. This is Sweet Willie T. Hey, this is Steve from the Nashville office. I'm Gwen Pennyman Hemphill. The Tom Sumner Program, celebrating the rich talent pool from Flint, Genesee County, and throughout Michigan. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. Technical assistance for the Tom Sumner Program is provided by Swiftlet Technology. Engineering and IT services at swiftland.technology. TheTomSumnerProgram.com TheTomSumnerProgram.com From Alicia, Elena, Gabriella, Erica, and the Tom Sumner Program. Christmas 2020 may be very different than holidays of old. Christmas Eve on the Tom Sumner Program can bring back some treasured memories with an encore of our Thanksgiving 2020 show featuring all holiday music. And our Christmas music is better than everybody else's because it's local. Let the Tom Sumner Program be your Christmas Eve soundtrack streaming from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern at TomSumnerProgram.com, repeating online all day and night. Simulcast on WFOV 92.1. FM in Flint at 9 a.m. and p.m. Happy holidays from the Tom Sumner program. We wish you a Merry Christmas from the Tom Sumner Show. More with sweet romance author Janice Lynn straight ahead. Wrapped Up in Christmas Joy uh, features a a love story between quilt shop owner Sophie Davis and former Marine Cole Aaron. Um, And their lives really come together or intersect at at Christmas celebrations in Pine Hill. Um, 
was there a quilt shop and wrapped up in Christmas, or did has that has the presence of quilts in the stories evolved a little in this new edition? Um, it has evolved. The first book, the um, my heroine in it, Sarah, had made a quilt that she had donated to Quilts of Valor, and then it was presented um, by someone else too. A military personnel, which is is very true to how how it works. You can actually present someone you know. You can present locally. You can present. Uh, you can just donate the quilt, and and the the national foundation will will match it up with someone who's on a waiting list to to receive a quilt. So so uh, Sarah had um, donated a quilt, and it got presented to the hero. And so after, and he was actually in a military hospital at the time, and. Uh, so as he evolved, got well, he went to thank this person who had um, who gave him this quilt. And he was expecting to find a little old lady, and instead he found a, a young person. Um, and so uh, she thought he was a handyman, and it kind of went from there that he stayed to help her because she had helped him. And their story evolved from there. So Sarah uh, purchased her quilting supplies from the quilt shop, um, but it that, that the quilt shop was not actually ever in the first story at all. Um, so it, that, that kind of grew out of there. It was kind of in the background, but, but never specifically said. Janice, how did, mm-hmm. how, did you get, yes, how did you get started writing? And, and what took you down the path of, of writing um, what is described as sweet romances? So I feel like I have wrote my whole life. Um, I, I always have enjoyed just turning a story from for as long as I can remember to elementary school, writing and jotting little things down. The uh, through junior high, I have notebooks with with handwritten books in them that will never see the light of day, or <laughs> maybe. But uh, and then uh, high school uh, was like yearbook staff, newspaper. Did lots of those things. Went off to college, um, and kind of went down a completely different career path. I'm a nurse practitioner as well. So uh, got married, had kids, stopped writing 9-11 happened and I'm like oh my goodness I always wanted to be a writer and I'm not writing at all and I just started writing again and researching I love romance I love um, a happy ending knowing that whether it's a movie or a book that it's going to have a happy ending and a romance is something that always guarantees that so if it's a romance you know it's going to end well and that that's important to me because in my day job, not everything ends well, and, and unfortunately, I, I don't have much want to make everybody better. And so I, I, I was going to say, not I all, want that early. So <laughs> I was going to say, not all of my romances have ended well. <laughs> <laughs> in a book, in a book, they do. <laughs> That's true. It gives us that hope for those that real life ones that don't end well. But but, th- but um, that really is kind mm-hmm. of the appeal for people because relationships are hard, and it's nice to watch someone else and have and have it turn out well that's part of the appeal isn't it sure absolutely i'm very blessed my grandparents were married 69 years my mom and dad are still married i you know it's um i I feel very 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 blessed my grandmother was 14 my grandpa was 18 who would have ever thought 69 years later you know that's what they would be that wouldn't I don't, yeah. I don't know if that would happen in this day and age. I, I don't think it would. I don't think it would. I think there'd be a lot of people very upset if a 14-year-old got married. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. But to last that long, you know, they, they were doing something right. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. My grandpa says it's because he raised her right. But I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, is it is it difficult to come up with a, a completely different romance? I mean, aren't they all kind of boy meets girl, she wins him over, and they live happily ever after? Um, to some degree, I would say yes. It's it's that journey that each one of us, just like in real life, the journey that each one of us goes on is is different, and I think that's that's the case for the story too. But but ab- absolutely, I think that overall theme is is there that that it is boy meets girl, and and good things happen, and you know, and and hopefully you get your happily ever after. But um, you know, it, but it, but it's that journey on how you get through the emotions you go through, the scenarios, the the working through the ups and the downs of the relationship, and and of course with Hallmark, it's it's um there's usually a lot of fun, and of course with the Christmas books, there's a lot of Christmas thrown in to get that um, that that feel good vibe that goes with Christmas. All the things that you would go to watch a Hallmark Christmas movie for, you get hopefully in that book too. With with that, my, they they actually gave me a little bit of leeway with my my heroes because my heroes have post traumatic stress disorder, and that's not a typical Hallmarky kind of thing to to have that um i just was able to hopefully do it to where it stayed in the background you knew it was there but it was really more about the healing process and the hope and and coming beyond that and but it but it was definitely there that that both of my heroes and in my hallmark books have have a little bit of a dark past and and are dealing with some pretty traumatic things and and i commend hallmark they let me stay true to that as long as i could keep the story upbeat and positive for them you know and and to to maintain that that thing that people go to hallmark for which is is to feel good and not have to face all the horrible things in life Mm. Um, you know, I'm curious about that because I, I don't know how you could have, um, you know, a triumph, uh, you know, at the end of the story, a real feel good, a, a real things worked out, things got fixed if something wasn't broken to begin with. That's true. You're exactly right. That That's, uh, you that's go through that journey, that character arc of, um, how, how does each person make the other one better and and have a better life and to to be a better person and to pull out the good things that are there that that maybe aren't tapped into yet or or haven't been developed yet or to to help the person heal exactly how important to the stories um you mentioned Christmas and we talked a little bit about Pine Hill, but how much are time and place characters in your stories oh absolutely they are um a lot <laughs> that's a, um the uh, the place the town the community plays such a role in both of my books because uh, i feel like the community pulls out bits and pieces of of the main characters and is it's a reflection of them and um uh, who they really are bounces off of, of that community and how they interact in the community and their role in the community and how um, how they interact with the characters. Um, and Christmas specifically is um, very big. It, it uh, both on how it, 
pulls out pieces of characterization as well, um, especially with Cole. He um, draws the green candy cane and has to be Santa for the fire hall, and um, that totally goes against his personality and his comfort level and pushes him out of, of his comfort level. And so and then kind of just keeps on throwing Christmas at him from there to where it, it's something that, you know, in the military that he didn't really get to celebrate a whole lot in, in, in the ways that you get to in a small town. And so he um, really pulled him out. And, of course, Sophie is all about Christmas and just keeps pushing him. <laughs> so he didn't start out as, Cole didn't start out as a merry old soul. Oh, no. Oh, no, he did not. He 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 drew the green candy cane and had to, uh, and got stuck being Santa. And, and, of course, his firefighter buddies give him a really hard time about it through the story and, and really tease him, and hopefully it's, it's a lot of fun. Now, how do you, you know, I have to, I, I, I have to bring this up because I am just so fascinated and curious. You have seven kids? <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, so I actually have four by birth and three by love. So, so yeah. So I didn't actually give birth to all seven, but they're they're all seven mine. I love love them all very dearly. But, but are they all living with you? So they are. Um, they were. They're actually in their twenties, and so they are three are off to college. We have one graduating this weekend, actually. So I'm very excited to that. Oh, congratulations! Um, the National Guard, and um, then we have uh, three that are married, and so yeah. So, so our kids are kind of spring the nest now. But well, I was just wondering with with that many kids, how did you ever find time to write? Well, that was probably all those years that I wasn't writing. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it, sometimes it was a laptop when you're sitting at the kids' play practice or while you're, you know, uh, you know, my, my oldest son loved doing theater and plays and stuff. And so I would sit there with him and I'd usually have my laptop while they were doing the same, you know, play practice over and over and over, you know, night after night or um, that you're sitting and, uh, you know, waiting while they're at piano or at this or that so um you find time to do the things that you love but most people think of writers as you know going off into a a little cabin someplace like pine hill (laughs) and and then then they come out three months later with the great american novel um it, it 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 seems like it takes a lot of focus are you able to to write with all kinds of chaos in your life i am but i have to go back when there's not all that chaos and straighten it all back out (laughs) 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 to kind of like a rough draft sure getting getting words on the page and and kind of moving the story forward and then going back when when you're not distracted and fleshing that scene out and going okay do who's who's talking here and and you know who's head of my end and what what's happening and where are they and you know what smells are there what sounds are there what and and so definitely when there's a lot of distractions it's it's just kind of getting the steam just the basics of it um out on the paper and uh, and i say paper i actually type but i don't hand write but um but then to then go back and to flesh it out and i definitely layer my stories that way i'll i'll right and just kind of move forward and not worry about getting everything perfect um and then i'll go back and look at the scenes and and i usually oh several several times before before turning something in 
How, how do you come up with the the idea of whatever the the story is going to be in a book? Is do you see people or how does that how does the creative process work? Um, it pops into my head, to be honest with you. That's not a very good answer, but it's probably the most true. So with the um, with the, the first story that I sold to Hallmark, I, my youngest son was getting ready to join the military. Actually, uh, I signed the papers. He had a heart murmur and was having to jump through a whole lot of to get a, to, to go. And he, so military was definitely on my, my brain just because of, of him. And I uh, was writing a different proposal and I wanted a Christmas setting um, for, for Hallmark. It was something my agent and I had, had talked about as, as far as a proposal. So I knew I wanted to write a sweet romance proposal for Hallmark. I needed to have Christmas. I needed to this and that. And um, I, I quilt and had uh, recently gone to a quilt show where um, there were um, – quilters who were making uh, twin size quilts for foster children and they were when somebody a child would go into the foster care they would be given this little uh, backpack that had several things in it and one of them was a, a little uh, handmade um, quilt and it just was kind of stuck in my head and I uh, with the military and that I kind of did a twist on it and did the patriotic quilt and had the quilts being donated patriotic quilts to our, our military had no idea quilts of valor existed at that time actually sold the story to Hallmark and then when I was researching for my son's quilt because I, I make a child a quilt and I kept seeing quilts of valor quilts of valor and that's when I looked that up and saw what they were and I thought oh, this is so similar it wasn't exactly but it was very similar to what what was in my original story and I reached out to them and as I say they ended up giving us um the you know the, the right to use their copyrighted name and to pull attention to them and we uh, put information about the book and I get to, to talk about them and stuff and, and everything which is fantastic to bring awareness to their group um, and I just had to make just a few little tweaks to make it consistent with what their mission is and um, and then the second book I really got to do that because I said the first book uh, was actually already almost finished being written by the time that I knew that what they were in the second book, I really was able just to pull that in the whole way and just, just you know, I, I feel like somebody who's read my, especially the second book, um, not actually really either, um, but just has a really good idea of what their mission is and what what they're aimed to do and to, to make you know, the veterans feel great when they get wrapped up in a quilt. Mm-hmm. Now, for the first book, um, you you are a quilter and then a, a quilt was part of that story was that one of the things that hallmark wanted included or was that something you wanted included it was something i wanted included ah. mm-hmm. absolutely it was there from from the original the the proposal and stuff on it it uh, as i say i am a quilter um i have made well, probably about 15 to 20 quilts um, of different sizes and variations, um, and uh, have made three quilts of valor now. And um, so I, I love to quilt. I think that as a writer, like you said earlier, write what you know. That is something that that I know and love. And uh, I've had a couple of reviews say that the sewing is old fashioned. I was like, oh, I'm getting old. <laughs> I don't feel it, but but apparently, um, but um, it is what it is. <laughs> Now, is is um, these are contemporary stories? They take place now, basically. 
Absolutely, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. How, you know, so many times when we see stories set in small towns, they they tend to, to harken back to the 50s or 60s. Um, what What is small town Pine Hill like in the new millennium? Wow. Um, great, thought-provoking question here. I mean, do we see cell phones and, you know, a lot of contemporary oh, yes. Uh, yes. stuff? Yes, there, there, there are cell phones that, that would be mentioned and stuff on that. Um, Sophie gets uh, goes up after a cat and goes up in a tree, and she has her cell phone with her that she makes a, a call and stuff on it. So, um, so there, there are the modern. Um, I, I definitely feel like probably it's more idealistic than maybe a lot of it's hallmark it definitely more idealistic than than you know um to where technology isn't the focus um people and community and love is more the focus christmas is more the focus than than you know high-tech gadgets gears computers those things and stuff so although there's some pretty high-tech stuff too because some of the quilting equipment these days is very very high-tech really now see that's Mm -hmm. something i think of uh people who do quilting is is wanting to do it the old-fashioned way. Sure, I, I do both. Um, I do, I do uh, things. I make quilts completely by hand, with, where every stitch was my hands with that needle going in and out. And I've done some with machine quilting as well. And it, it's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it could be a very expensive hobby if you wanted to do lots of the uh, some of the really neat gadgets that are out there to to really fancy things up. Oh, I, I was in a shirt factory one time and saw a machine that um, that did stitching, but was programmable. Yes. So mm-hmm. it could it could write, you know, names and print logos and stuff all, you know, from the programming. And but it, yet there was this bobbin, you know, jumping up and down, you know, doing actual stitches. It was it was amazing to watch. Um, the first book was, the first sweet romance in any event was wrapped up in Christmas. Now this is the sequel, wrapped up in Christmas joy. Is Does the third book have a wrapped up in Christmas title as well? It does. It's called Wrapped Up in Christmas Hope. Oh, wonderful. And it, it should be out next Christmas um, on that. I, they don't have, they haven't given me an exact release date, but I would say around October-ish. But that's but that's the hope is mm-hmm. to do a book every Christmas. Oh, absolutely! Or in time absolutely. for Christmas, as they say. Um, yes. The um, I, I, I guess we're we're getting close to the end of our time, but I um, but I always want to give guests an opportunity to let listeners know where they can find out more about you and your work, past, present, and future. Do you have a website, Janice? Uh, yes, sir, I do. It is www.janislynn.com, and there's all different kinds of information about me there. And um, my books are sold pretty much anywhere, uh, Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Target, Amazon, lots of places online, The um, uh, and, and that's both, both stories. So, Well, after the success of the first book, are these uh, book outlets just clamoring to, to get get the book? 
Yeah, that's every author's wish <laughs> that part to, 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 to be claimed, right? Um, you know, I, I honestly, I don't know. As the author, you really don't know what all goes into being lucky enough to get your book on Walmart shelf or, you know, Target shelf or, or those things. I, I'm sure there's lots of people behind the scenes that do lots of work um, for book, bookshelf space is not what it used to be. It's it's shrinking. And so to, to get blessed enough to have that is, is uh, pretty amazing and, and definitely something I would consider a blessing. The, um, but, but, I, but I'm honestly not sure. I, I, as I say, I feel ecstatic and blessed and, and amazed and still like want to pinch myself that, that that gets to happen. Well, I'm glad you were able to spend some time with me this morning, and uh, I, I, I just feel like it's been a real privilege to get to know you a little bit, Janice. Thanks so much. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me here today to talk. All right. It. Well, take care, and uh, best of luck, and, and Merry Christmas. And you too, sir. Merry Christmas. You take care. All right. Bye-bye. That was uh, Janice Lynn. She is the author uh, of the Hallmark Sweet Romance called Wrapped Up in Christmas Joy. We'll have more of the Tom Sumner program. This is Joe By from the Blue Lions, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings to you wherever you are. Good tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas from the Tom Sumner Show. This is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. If you like talk radio that makes you think without telling you what to think, check out our whole show weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern at TomSumnerProgram.com. Selected segments are also available on this and other radio stations, but you can hear us anytime. Daily editions of the Tom Sumner Program repeat online all day and night on the show's website. Past shows can be found in the website archives. My long format interviews with New York Times bestselling authors, 
Photographers and writers from National Geographic, as well as artists, musicians, candidates, and elected officials are made possible by listeners like you. Support the Tom Sumner Program and Civilized Talk Radio. Visit our website at TomSumnerProgram.com and become a member. You can make a one-time gift or become a sustaining patron by taking the link to the Tom Sumner Program Patreon page. Thanks for listening and thanks for your support. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make. Throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond. Where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air. Where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums. Where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses. And where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County. Where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at Michigan.org. Those hands, no matter whose they are, can spread the germs of many common diseases. That's why I want you to realize how important it is to keep hands clean, to wash them regularly and always before meals with Life Boy, which not only removes dirt, but helps to remove germs. Teach the children this habit. Form it yourself. Always use Life Boy for hands and face as well as the bath. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Now than to have water running under your bridge later. Happy holidays! From Haley, Alex, Alexis, help! And the Tom Sumner Program. Dream. 
neighbors might think Baby, it's bad out there Say, what's in this drink? Can't to be had out there I wish I knew how As I like starlight to now break the spell I'll take your hand, your hair looks well I ought to say no, 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 sir at least I'm gonna say that I tried I really can't stay Ah, but it's cold outside I've got to go home Baby, you freeze out there Say, lend me your coat It's up to your knees out there You've really been grand Your eyes are like starlight But now. don't you see How can you do this thing to There's me? bound to be talk tomorrow Making my life long sorrow. At least there will be plenty implied You've got pneumonia and I really can't stay Over there, hold out Ah, but it's cold Oh Child is this who lay to rest on 
show down here it's a Tom Sumner program don't you know go on go on get out of here 